Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Casual Climbers, the podcast by and for beginning hikers and those who may not quite be physically ready to tackle the whole Appalachian Trail. I'm your host, Roy Patrick, and alongside me, as always, is my wife and great adventure buddy, Donna. Hi, everybody. Super happy to be here. Happy to be here, too. So in this podcast, we provide you with information, tips, and tricks on how to get into hiking in the Blue Ridge area. We will cover some of the hundreds of trails in the various parks in the region and hopefully entertain you along the way. We're two middle-aged, perhaps not in the best shape hikers. Definitely not in the best shape. (laughs) Who love the outdoors and really want to share our experiences with you. So let's get into it. Let's go. So this week, Donna, we had a really long hike for us that we're going to talk about today. And so what we did was the Canuga Trail, the full Canuga Trail, and the North Lake Loop. Now, right. the reason we did this together is because you can't get to North Lake without either going to Canuga or through the Pipsisawa via the Brissy Ridge. So there's no way that you can just do the North Lake by itself. Yeah, this was a twofer. This was a twofer, yeah. And the next week's Brissy Ridge and Pipsisawa is also a twofer. <sighs> so this was a long one, right? Yeah. 6.65 miles. So let's go by the numbers. As I said, the distance was 6.6 miles from the trailhead. And on our website, uh, when you go to the trail photos, you will see the route that we took. You might want to point out, we went on a Saturday because the work week was really busy for us. So we had to go on a Saturday. So the park was fuller than, it was more full than, than usual. And so we had to park further away from the parking area that is right next to the trailhead. So we had just a little bit of a hike to get to the trailhead. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. No, it's not too bad. And so just so the listeners know, there's five spots up top, maybe six, I think, if you if you park along that side. But there is there is additional parking, overflow parking up the road a little bit. And there's a lot of parking there. And there's also two bathrooms slash porta potties. There's no running water in there. And then if you park in the overflow parking like we had to, you have to take a trail to the trailhead. I mean, you can walk down the road or you could take it's it's prettier to take the trailhead. And it's it's downhill from the parking area, which, you know, when you're starting out, that's kind of nice. But going back, we took the road back up. Yeah, the road back up is a straighter path. And it's smoother. It's smoother. Yeah. yeah. But if if the road's busy, you probably want to stay off it. Yeah. That little trail. trail is not bad no, at it's all. it's not bad. We did not include that in our distance calculations today, listeners. I we feel just, like we should have. You felt like we, we should have. We did it. <laughs> we did. No, that's fair. We did do it. Uh, okay. The total time it took us, total, was four hours and 18 minutes at a comfortable pace. But of those four hours and 18 minutes... Three hours and seven minutes were actual moving time. Okay. The yeah, lowest point was ten was one thousand seventy five feet. The highest point was one thousand five hundred and twenty five feet. And the friendliness was it was relatively kid friendly and pet friendly, but the climb up from North Lake Trail up the top to the top of Canuga Trail is kind of rough. 
Yeah, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves because you on the on the way in, you're going down. So yeah, it's. I mean, which down has its challenges too. I mean, you don't want to trip, stumble, fall. You know, gravity is going to pull you. But going down is harder on my knees than going up is. Yeah. Just because more of your weight is being put down on it for me anyway. It's a different kind of stress on my body. I will say that. Yeah. So how we did our path was we started at the trailhead and then we took the Brissy Ridge Spur to the start of the Canuga Trail. And then we made a left, went all the way to the Canuga Trail to where it makes a right-hand curve at the junction of Fire Tower Trail, Sulphur Springs Trail, and Canuga. And then we continued following Canuga all the way down to the North Lake. And what I found really interesting about this particular trail is uh, the Canuga one is what I'm talking about. Is you can see the mountain lake <laughs> way down below. I did it's not. It's the North Lake. Yeah, I'm sorry. right. The North Lake. Uh-huh. Mountain lake. It's the North Lake. You can see it way down below. I did not believe you at first when we were on the Canuga Trail and you pointed down and you said, I think that's what we're hiking to. And to me, it was so far away. I was like, no, <laughs> no, you can't be serious. <laughs> but I kept that inside my head. But then we got, <laughs> we got closer and it was like, it's a ways. It is a yeah, ways. I mean, ways. I feel like if there were people around the lake from the first time you can see it, they would be ants. They would be like, I don't know if you could see people. I don't know if you could. You're right. Yeah. I don't know if you could on that. And the lake itself, North Lake from the top of the Canuga Trail is really beautiful, but it's a ways down. Yeah. 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 It's a ways down. I did not realize it. The Canuga Trail itself is 2.07 miles from the start there at the Brissy Ridge Spur all the way to the end of the North Lake. That's the Canuga Trail as a whole. And it basically basically goes flat from Brissy Ridge to right there at the Fire Tower Sulphur Springs Junction. And then it starts going down. Yeah. When, when you head toward the, the North Lake. It's a pretty consistent decline. Yeah. The whole way. And it's really kind of nice because it, it meanders through down the side of the mountain. And there are some really interesting uh, views along the way as you curve around. It's very pretty. We, when we were going down, you kept saying, oh, this is going to be tough coming back up. Yep, this I knew it. This going to be tough coming back up. <laughs> I knew it whenever you were going down. Because <laughs> it was just a steady decline. Like a full mile is nothing but decline. And then, of course, on the way back up, it's a full mile of nothing but incline. Yeah. There were some parts on the trail that were kind of tricky, too, on the way down. There were several parts that crossed over, I don't really want to call them creeks. It's more like just watersheds, right? Small watersheds. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of I wanted to, to tell a little bit about, and you can cut this out if you want to, but... Before we went on the hike yesterday, we went over to my mom's house to do haircuts, my mom and my stepdad. And I, I had a memory of mom having been a hiker, but I didn't know how serious of a hiker she was. So I asked her when I was cutting her hair yesterday morning before we went on this hike. 
And she told me she hiked to the top of Mount LeConte twice in her life. Now, Mount LeConte is in Tennessee. Yes, it's the highest full mountain in the Great Smoky Mountains. I think that Clingman's Dome is higher, but I think part of it is in... North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so there's this Mount LeConte Lodge at the top of Mount LeConte, and you can only get to it by hiking to it. And she slept in that lodge twice in her life, which is amazing to me. I That just kind of blew my mind. I remember being a kid and my two aunts, my, my two great aunts coming over to care for us while mom and dad were away on a hiking trip. But I was thinking like, yeah, mom and dad are going hiking, but there's butterflies that need to be observed right now. So, you know. <laughs> Little Donna watching butterflies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I think your mom said that it's it's like a five-mile hike is the shortest hike to get up to the lodge, right? Yeah, I actually looked it up a little bit today, a little bit of information on it, because the way they get supplies up there is by bringing supplies in on llamas. So, because uh, I, cause I instantly, I think there's six trails. We were looking yesterday and thought that there were five, but this morning I looked and there were six. I asked the computer, what's the easiest trail up there? And it's not the shortest trail because like you said, sometimes the shortest trail is more straight up or straight down or whatever. It's the second, I think it's the second shortest trail. It's the trail that they bring the llamas through to bring the supplies. That's why it's considered, I mean, if, if a llama packed up with supplies can do it, maybe I can do it, maybe. I would think so. Now, just for the listeners, this trail that she's talking about now is not the trail we took yesterday. Right. This is one that's in Tennessee that we may do at uh, some point. It's a bucket list thing, maybe. I mean, I looked up the um, the price to stay in the lodge, and it's $184 per person, but that includes dinner and breakfast. So definitely a bucket list thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I don't know. Hey, $184 to hike to a lodge. Does it have electricity? Oh, probably. I don't know. I didn't look that up. I just... <laughs> I don't know. I'm ho- I'm I'm guessing because you get a hot dinner and a hot. They breakfast. could cook with propane. The, oh yeah, that's because I think the, when you were talking about it yesterday, they had propane heat in the rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh yeah. So not topic. Um, that is something <laughs> completely different. But it's a nice diversion. I was just so week. impressed with my mom, and well, my mom and my dad. My dad's passed now. They they hiked that twice. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I come from hikers. You come from hikers. And, <laughs> and so it, so for, for you listeners that don't know, Donna has really long legs. And I have short, stubby hollow legs. <laughs> so there is one part of the trail that we should mention that is on the Canuga Trail the where a tree, tree has fallen. Yeah. And so you have to crawl over it. I mean, crawl well, under it well, or... Could- kind of make your way over it and it's just that height that it's like should i go over this or under this and i was just about to go under it let me tell you guys if you decide to go under a tree and you're wearing a backpack take the backpack off put it on the other side of the tree put your hiking pole on the other side of the tree Mm -hmm. if you're gonna crawl under like the first time i came across a down tree and this is months ago I forgot to take my backpack off to crawl under a tree, and that was a mistake. So, there is a picture on our on our website under episode four, the trail photos of you on the other side of the the down tree, so that people can see for themselves how high it is, how low it would require to go. We both went over, yeah, just you, because it would be 
it you, was easier, I think, than going down. And we've had a lot of rain the past yeah, couple so. weeks. So the ground is soggy in a lot of places. So yeah. we just decided, eh, we'll just go over this down. You talked tree. me into going over, which was the right call for me with my longer legs going down the hill, down the mountain. It was easier for me to go over. It was harder for you to go over going down for whatever reason. But I just kind of let gravity pull me and I was able to get my leg right right over. You were right. I didn't see it the way you saw it, but yeah. Hopefully, by the time our listeners listen to this, that tree will be not there anymore. I don't know how often they... Yeah, I don't know how often. The, the Park Service is, is very good there about cutting trees out of the trail. Because as you go through the many trails there at Paris Mountain, you will undoubtedly see a down tree that is cut where the trail is so you can pass right through. Yeah. And I, oh, that's another thing. There are not that many benches along this way. But what you said made me think of there's a down tree and there's been like a cutout almost to make that tree like a seat. Yeah. There is one bench in the middle of the Canuga Trail, and it's right there at the intersection of Sulphur Springs Fire Tower and Canuga. Yes. That is the only bench between Canuga and the North Lake Trail. There are some down trees on the side that you can sit. The one that Donna mentioned, they kind of cut a notch out of a big down tree that you can sit in. Yeah, I tested it out. It was pretty comfy. Comfy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So what were some of the highlights for you of the Canuga Trail itself? Um, the Canuga Trail. So the so the Canuga Trail takes us all the way to the North Lake Trail, correct? That's mm-hmm. the one that had the red, the red markers to on the trees to to tell us that we were on the right trail. Is that correct? I don't remember what okay. color the Canuga was. Okay, I, I think, probably should remember. I think it was red. Okay. But yes, yeah, so. You know what? I I just, I loved all the switchbacks. I loved all the, um, you know, when you're going down the mountain, you're going. It's a very windy path. Yeah. A very windy path. And I get excited anytime I see creeks, water, you know, so crossing over. And so this is one thing I wanted to point out. Um, this week has been very rainy for the Greenville area. In fact, earlier this week we had flash flood warnings and I was kind of wondering how all of that rain was going to affect the mountain. So I'm wondering if some of those um, little stream creek, little waterfall things that we experienced that we kind of crossed over, I'm wondering how many of those wouldn't be there if it was drier circumstances. Probably a number of them. Right? Because yeah. they weren't very big. I mean, when we say stream creek, we're really talking. You can step over it. Like a water hose level of, I <laughs> level mean, of water. Some of them might be a little bigger, but we're not talking, you know, a yeah. three foot wide, six inch deep stream. It's not that at no. all. It's more just water <laughs> did, falling yeah. in it down a groove. I get excited about any and all water in and amongst mountains. I do too. So. Yeah, I do too. I'm going to call it a waterfall. <laughs> That's fine. We can, I mean, it, technically, you're not wrong, right? Water was falling Water from was, a face. Yeah, yeah, it was. I just don't know if it would be there if it was drier. So, so yeah. Yeah, the first part of the Canuga Trail we've done maybe about five times as sure. part of other yeah. hikes. So that was beautiful, but also familiar. 
um, no water, uh, except when you look down and see the North North Lake Lake way down there. Plenty of rocks, plenty of roots. You have to kind of climb a little bit on rocks to get past a tree at one point. Yeah, it's... And the view of the... Like, the view from up top, without the leaves on the trees, they, they were right. When we first moved here, they said... Hey, those higher up hikes when the leaves are gone, that's when you can really see the the vista. Right. The first time we did that that hike was in summer and so all the leaves were on the trees and you couldn't really see the North Lake from up top because there was it was obstructed. But uh it really does uh make a nice a nice view on the way down when it starts to de- decline as it switches back every once in a while you'll get a glimpse of the lake that gets closer and closer yes and so when we were doing this i i wasn't overly impressed with the canuga trail itself on the way down there wasn't anything really special for me about it but when we got to North Lake itself, yeah, yeah, that's, that's when it really started to to pop for me. And so now let's go into the North Lake Trail. Right. So getting to the North Lake Trail, what I enjoyed the Canuga hike. But when you see the North Lake down there, when you see the and and it was a blue sky day yesterday, and so you had the blue of the water, and the water was glassy in some spots and and not in others but it was just all beautiful and the blues were amazing we've got are we putting pictures up Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. my gosh it was breathtaking when you first get to the uh, when you first hit the intersection of the canuga trail and the uh, north lake trail you get a view of the lake really really nicely and let me tell you listeners that lake is crystal clear. Yeah. It is crystal clear water. It's really spectacular. And the and right there at the intersection is a campsite. Yes. So North Lake Trail has five primitive campsites at it. Right. And they three of the five are right there on the lake. And two of them are nestled a little bit further in the woods. And I found one that we're definitely going to have to hit. <laughs> it's nice nestled in the woods and there's a creek running along the back. Yeah. That's definitely one we're going to have to camp now, to. Okay. So whatever. See, here's the thing. It's primitive camping. So, I mean, I guess you have access to water because there's the lake and there's also a creek mm-hmm. that's feeding the lake, I guess. I think there's a few creeks yeah, that are feeding the lake yeah probably and i'm not talking about the little one inch things we still No, these in. are actual creeks yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so no electricity no water no yeah no running yeah. water um whatever you bring whatever you are going to camp with that night you have to bring in like you have to bring in with on on you yes you have to hike with the stuff that you are camping with yeah and it's like i said it's no short hike it's the the total hike we did was 6.6 miles so you gotta figure you're hiking three miles yeah just to camp i um i've never primitive camped so 
this would be a first for me. I'd have to do some research on it about how this is done. But yeah, like no bathrooms down there, no porta potties, no. No, you'd have to bring a camping toilet. Something, and, I yeah. guess. <laughs> I don't know. Your own propane cook stove. Yeah, it truly is primitive camping, but my gosh. It is beautiful. Like the very first campsite is called the Monadnack campsite. And it's elevated up over the lake, and you can see a beautiful view. There was another one. It was called Rhododendron. It was the last one. It's campsite number five. And it has an even better view of the lake. And it's gorgeous. There's a place right on the edge of the water where the water is fairly deep. You could use it to dive and swim in there. It used to be a popular fishing hole. Or swimming hole. Yeah, swimming hole. Thank you. Swimming hole. So, So for you listeners, this lake is a natural lake, but for decades, it was and still is used as a reservoir for the area's water supply in case they need it for emergencies. So on one edge, it is completely, dammed is not the right word because the lake would have an edge anyway, but it's kind of shored up with concrete barriers. And then there's, of course, a spillway on there. And there's a nice little plaque there talking about how the lake was uh, gifted to the National Park Service by the county and what the spillway is for. I have a picture on our uh, on our website of the uh, of the placard there that you can read about it. It's really nice, but the North Lake Trail itself I found really really wonderful. The trail is nice and easy, yeah, and you get constant and different views of the lake all the way around it. Right, and we just can't we just couldn't quit. Like we'd stop and take a picture and then walk 10 feet and stop and take a picture. And then I was like, Oh, let's do a selfie. And you know, just, (laughs) it was, it was just really so beautiful. It's really great. Yeah. yeah. I think the part of walking around the lake that I liked the least was probably when you're walking across that um, part, that's like the concrete part that's Mm -hmm. shored up or whatever. What was it you said? Yeah, it's just the, it's it's the edge, it's the artificial edge of yeah. it. Yeah. And one of the reasons why I didn't like it there, aside from not, well, the lake, the level of the water was really high. It's pretty high. And I don't know, there was a lot of wind right through there and it was kind of cold. And so maybe I would like that better in the summertime. I'm, I, we we're kind of wondering... If people get in the water, I didn't see any. There were no no swimming no swimming signs, um, but there also was not a lot of access points that yeah. I saw to get in, and there's no clear beach where right. people can get in. But people say it's a popular swimming hole. I would love to go swimming, tubing <sighs> in there. Yeah, I bet it would. I bet it's fantastic. I yeah. There, like you said, the water is crystal clear. We could see right through, see the leaves in the water, see the rocks in the water. It was, it was beautiful water. Yeah. So uh, the, you didn't like the uh, artificial edge of it as much as I did. I, and I'll tell you why. The artificial edge gave you the very best views of the lake as a whole and the most picturesque, picturesque settings. And you'll see them. In, in the photos that we posted. That's true. That's true. That was the section that didn't, you, you could take a picture of the lake without trees in the way, but I like, I like, I like having my picture framed with the trees. Sure. 
So there's so many along the edge, though. So it's hard to get a good picture yeah. without a dozen trees in front. You know, you just get closer to the light. Okay. All right. There, there were a number of people along this trail. There were some kids, you know, having a picnic at one of the campsites. They weren't camping. We didn't see any actual campers there, but they were just having picnics. And we actually stopped and, and ate our sandwich there. Yeah. that See, that's what I thought. Okay, so I knew that hiking down there was going to be hard. And I've been staying away from carbs. And so um, we actually had sandwiches with bread for lunch yesterday. And I thought that was going to be the highlight is having bread. Uh, <laughs> it was keto bread. So it was, it was keto, low, yeah. lower, lower carb than regular bread. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but no, it was seeing the lake and all the pictures that we got. I was so impressed because, listeners, when we started this, I was fairly certain this would not be one of my more enjoyable hikes. And the Canuga was exactly that. It wasn't, for me, one of the more enjoyable hikes. But the lake itself was just beautiful. Well worth it. Well worth the all the... <laughs> cramps i woke up with this morning <laughs> and the sore muscles i still have oh my goodness when we got home yesterday oh uh, we were like what just happened to our it was almost as if we went horseback riding one time years ago for two hours and i hadn't been horseback riding as an adult and just did two hours and could hardly walk <laughs> i remember my muscles all the yeah so that was kind of reminiscent of yeah. that and you'll see on the route, you'll see a lot of little side treks on the route map on uh, the picture of our website. Uh, that that's is, not the actual trail. That's us checking out campsites. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> checking out campsites. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some you could, we, I, I like the ones that you have to take a little path to because they're a little bit more private. Oh, yeah, the cedar one. That's the one that I really want to go into because you do have to kind of meander your way, probably. 100 yards yeah is that through? the one that you can't really see the lake from though yes okay that's but, that's yeah. the only downside is you can't see the lake but there is a stream running right along back of it but it's that's private what, and that's yeah. what i would love yeah and it's not like the lake is far it's 100 right. yards yeah um and also we're in winter right now i mean this is january so it that lake might be a whole lot probably is a whole lot more busy in the summertime, I would imagine. I think so. Yeah. So maybe if you're primitive, primitive camping, um, you kind of want a little bit more privacy. I don't yeah, know. that that was my issue with the uh, Monadnac campsite, uh, the first campsite that you run across when you come to North Lake from that side. Yeah. Uh, because it's right there. The trail literally runs right next to this yeah campsite. we thought that that was just a picnic table for you know people like us yes. to just go down <laughs> and then we realized that oh no this isn't just a picnic table this is a campsite it's a campsite yeah so while it does give you a nice view of the lake i would hate constantly having people walk by my especially a primitive campsite where you have to put a bathroom somewhere um yeah yeah i guess yeah yeah, yeah that 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 would i wouldn't enjoy that too much but if you if you like lake views it's it's 100 percent for you yep so what gear did you take on this trip well i thought yesterday was supposed to be like a high of 50 so i didn't wear my like you know leggings underneath my jeans but i but my jeans were um 
fleece lined. So my legs were plenty warm. And I I have two pairs of Keen's hiking boots, my black ones and my um, brown ones. And my black ones, I like the way they look better, but my brown ones have more waterproof. I think, well, the black ones are like suede and the brown ones are, they're just like leather. So um, I would, I wish I could go back in time and wear my brown ones, my more sturdy, my more waterproof, my more, they seem to grip better. So the slippery wet leaves and that kind of thing, the mush that we had to step in sometimes. It was very, very soggy. Yeah. Throughout the trail, it was very soggy, especially down by the lake. Yeah. But again, this might not be the experience of our listeners if sure. it's been dry. It was unusually wet this week. I wanted to point out too, and we didn't know this until until yesterday morning when we were on our way to Paris Mountain. Saturday, although it's busier, there's no mountain bikers on Saturday. Thank you for pointing that out. I, I look. If you're a mountain biker, absolutely more power to you. You have every rights to the trail as much as, you know, walking hikers do. But I truly appreciated the fact that we did not have to look out for mountain bikers behind and in front of us. So I am a fan of doing hikes on Saturday now because we didn't have to worry about, you know, a mountain biker racing right. around a corner for us. And I guess mountain bikers don't have to worry about, you know, constantly telling if if the hikers focus on Saturday and then then that frees up some of the other days for the mountain bikers, I suppose. Also, I I don't know if this is year round, but I read something that said that they're open later on Tuesday nights. For mountain bikers who like to mountain bike in the dark, which I did not know was a thing until I that read that. That seems terrifying to me. Yeah. 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 T- mount- mountain biking right there by itself is is terrifying to me because you're going faster down rocky paths. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like the, well, anyway, (laughs) the chance for falling. You brought one pole yesterday too. Yes. One pole. Did you Um, feel like that was enough? I I did. Maybe there was one. And, and going into the hike, I was, I looked at you because I wasn't, I knew this was the longest hike that we were going to be doing Mm -hmm. up to date. And so I, and I knew that we were going, down and then back up so i kind of was like well if there are moments where i feel like i need two poles then i'll just borrow yours for a second yeah (laughs) um and you can borrow mine but you didn't feel like you needed it i didn't really No. no it was fine i i have to say yeah so that that down tree that was easier for me to get over going down and harder for me to get over going up and it was the reverse for you it was harder for you to get over going down and easier for you to get over going up for whatever reason our body types yeah that's the case but it was not too long after that i think it was after that that you said oh this isn't too bad going back up and then and then it got worse. And then it got right after you said that. <laughs> yeah, it was it did. A whole and then lot it more. started the incline was yeah. much much higher. And yeah. I had to start. I'm always like more than thankfully, more than halfway through a hike, maybe three fourths of a way through a hike, when I I find myself breathing heavy and I have to slow down and I have to do that in through the nose, out through the mouth, you know. Kind of just calm yourself down and slow down, take a break if you need to. Yeah. But yeah. The, the the incline grade 
according to Camus, was only 9%, but it was such a consistent 9%. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was 9%. It, it fluctuated a little up and down, but it was like 9% for an entire mile, which is rough. You know, that's, that's, not, that's not a simple str- afternoon stroll in the park. That's, no. that's, that's some, some serious motion if you're, if you're not used to it. Yeah. So I really, I really wish that they had some benches or that they kind of, I don't know, like made logs a little bit more yeah. friendly to sit on or something. I, yeah, I agree. I will say the trail is narrow going down yeah. in a lot of spots and, and mo- the vast majority of it's very narrow. I'm not sure where they'd put one. That's true. But I would not be opposed to having maybe they just need to dig out the earth (laughs) on one side yeah i hear i don't know i took my uh i had one pole as well and my my regular hiking shoes and i had my water bladder backpack with me and i drank three quarters of it which is more than normal it's a is it a four liter water bottle water bladder and i drink i drink three liters of it on the over the course of four hours yeah i i didn't drink as much water as you which maybe speaks to why i had a little bit more trouble going back up the mountain i don't know i just didn't want to have to go pee (laughs) there are no bathrooms down there that there is one bathroom at the overflow parking and that's it yeah yeah so i had i didn't bring my my bladder backpack um i brought two of my i had these 33.8 33.8 fluid ounce. They're big water bottles. And I brought two of those and I almost finished one. I also had the, some, uh, what is that stuff? Uh, liquid IV mm-hmm. in it. So that kind of helps you not, it, it kind of turns water into Gatorade. A, a, like a, a really very powerful Gatorade. Yeah. Yeah. Without the sugar. Right. So, so yeah, that, helps you stay hydrated drinking less i think we are not sponsored by liquid iv no not at all (laughs) (laughs) it is just something that we use and we've tried alternatives and we just keep going back to it yeah yeah so okay so uh, overall what was your impression of the the entire tour well um i would i would do it again getting to it's it's kind of like when you do a strenuous hike to a waterfall to a beautiful waterfall. It's in some on on some days it's definitely worth it to me. <laughs> There's some days I wake up and I'm like, you know, I I'll look at the pictures from when we did that before. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I I'm really glad that we did it. I, I am too. I am too. You know, it, it it's I've been wanting to make sure that we checked off all the trails. Yeah, I'm glad we're doing this. At Paris Mountain and, and other state parks. You can get to North Lake through the Pipsissawa Trail, um, which is what we're going to cover next week. We're going to do the Brissy Ridge and Pipsissawa Trails next week. And then the last one at Paris Mountain State Park is the Sulphur Springs Trail, which is about four and a half miles and is the hardest trail of all of them.
So what would you recommend for our listeners to uh, bring with them? Uh, yeah, definitely bring a backpack, bring pack a lunch. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think that's probably a good idea, right? Because when you get down there, even if all the campsites are taken and you can't use a, uh, a uh, picnic table, there are at least three benches. Right. On uh, running around, around that are not part of campsites. Right there. now, that's those are benches that are around the North Lake Loop. That's correct. Not benches that are on, like like I said, Canuga Trail doesn't have benches. But no. nice that the North Lake Trail has as many as they do. Agreed, agreed. And of course, there the artificial barrier is pretty wide, so you could easily put a picnic blanket down. I mean, and and have a picnic there easily. Okay. And of course, there's tons of places along the trail where you could put a picnic blanket down. Yeah, and, I, that's on. I, I want to get one of those um waterproof picnic blanket set. Oh, and it's got like the tarp material. On yeah, the they make them really thin now too. Yeah, so it wouldn't be that cumbersome to. I'm glad that I had my my backpack to put my hat, my gloves, and an extra shirt. And we did find we were taking off our hats and gloves and putting them back on at various stages, depending on yeah where we were. Yeah, we, yeah. So what was what what was this hike considered? What does Paris Mountain consider this hike to be strenuous or not? Uh, like moderate. So but- according to Paris Mountain's website, the uh, North Lake Trail is considered moderate. Moderately easy is what I think they say. Which and I would... Canuga <sighs> Trail is considered moder- moderately strenuous. Okay. Um, and I right. would agree with that because the, the North Lake Trail <laughs> by itself, like if you yeah. could be teleported to the start of North Lake Trail, That's I the would thing. consider it an easy trail. Sure. You're walking around a lake. Mm-hmm. You got lots of benches. There's plenty of places to, to have a picnic. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I guess... So I would classify, if we're separating them, I would classify North Lake as a piece of cake trail and the Canuga as a break of sweat trail. But I, but I honestly don't think it's fair to, to separate them because you can't get to one without doing the other. Right. We're going to have to revisit this after we do the Pipsisua. Is that what mm-hmm. you said? Yeah. Pipsisua to the, nor- the other way to get to the North Lake Trail. If that one. Now, what is that rated? By, do you know? Moderately strenuous. Okay. And I think it's just because it, it's, it starts at the same height as the Canuga <laughs> and it goes down. Of course it does. <laughs> and, but here's the thing. It's shorter. So the grade is probably higher. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out next week. Yeah. We'll find out next week. Maybe oh. there's going to be some nice steps with handrails or something. Or maybe like an escalator. Oh, you think there's an escalator there? Maybe. In the middle of the woods? Like, it'd be, have to be like solar powered or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I was just hoping like a Sasquatch would come and carry me back up. Oh, <laughs> carry you like a baby. <laughs> like a baby. Swallowed in his arms. You and your Sasquatch. But, but for the record, listeners, Sasquatches are real. but uh yeah so i i enjoyed yesterday we're paying the price for it this morning but i really enjoyed it and i don't i don't regret it at all i would say overall yesterday one of my more enjoyable experiences 
Just because you get mountain. to the North Lake Trail. The North Lake itself that makes is it worth really it. beautiful. And yeah. I can't wait to swim in it. I, uh, I don't, because see, if you get in it, you got to get out. And since there's no real beach and it's, well, we're definitely wearing our, like our hiking water shoes because like. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's you rocks know, there's and, rocks and branches at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go barefoot. Absolutely not. And yeah. we're Florida people. So I saw a big log like floating in the water and I'm like, what's that? And he, She's you know, thinking there's a gator in this <laughs> 40 degree water. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it kind of looked like a gator. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was it. Pretty sure. Yeah. I enjoyed it. it. So overall, listeners, our recommendation, definitely do it, but be prepared for a strenuous hike. I mean, if, if you're unfit like us, strenuous, yeah. Break a sweat, for sure. Plan four hours if you want to stop at all. No, just plan four hours because you're probably going to want to like if if you can find one of those picnic those picnic tables at the campsites are really really long and I was looking at the one at that last one that we stopped at I think it was number five rhododendron yeah I was looking at the the top of that picnic table and I was like that looks like a really nice sturdy picnic table I'll bet it'd be okay to just take a nap on that table right now but then you were like okay let's go. <laughs> Let's <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> we're not going to take a nap in the middle of a hike. I mean, it might not have been the worst idea. No. Yeah, well, until your muscles started getting sore. Okay. And then you had to make your way back up. Oh. If you're going to do it, just do it all in one sitting before your muscles catch up to you. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sage advice. All right. <laughs> so that's it this week, uh, listeners. Canuga. Uh, to North Lake Loop via the Brissy Ridge spur. And uh, like I said, 6.65 miles round trip. And it was a very, very break a sweat trail, but it was, it was worth it. No waterfall payoff, but a gorgeous, yeah. crystal clear mountain lake. Yeah. That mountain lake, when you get the, it, when you see it from the top, it, it does not look like anything to write home about. But when you see it up close and firsthand, you're like, oh, that's what this hike is about. Yeah, I agree. I, I want to mention, too, that the color for, you know, the color that they mark on the trees for the North North Lake Trail is a light blue marked on the trees. And then you're hiking around the Mount, the not Mount Lake, the North Lake. And you get to the part where the Pipsiswa meets up with it. The Pipsiswa. The Pipsiswa color is like an aqua color and then you've got the light blue for the north lake trail it's it, kind of it was tough for me it's, it's colorblind it confusing now thankfully these trails just meet once right and the right. pipsisawa is just a connector between brissy ridge and north lake but and we had that discussion on the way back about the coloring system why couldn't they use numbers? Why couldn't they use letters? Maybe wooden signs. Or just some very different colors. There's lots of colors. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. So just keep that in mind. But I will say this too. The, there is a very clear wooden marker yes. that points the hikers to the Pipsisawa Trail and then continuing along with the North Lake Trail. So it's clearly marked. Yes. Yeah. Paris just... does a great job with the markings. Right. 
Okay, well, that's it this week, guys. I'm going to talk about tech real quick. So I used Kamut this week on on my trail, and I was struggling with creating the route for this because it wants to... It, it was basically telling me, your route doesn't make sense. You're <laughs> coming back and forth, and I'm like, yeah, I know, it doesn't make sense. So I just started uh, a tour when I got there. I did, had not pre pre uh, planned the route, so I just started a tour and followed it along the way. The information that Kamut gave me on the way back was really useful. Uh, again, we're not we're not sponsored by anybody, so you don't have to use any trail app at all. I just like to use this for a few reasons. One, so I can keep track of the hikes that we've done, and two, so I can share with you real information about elevation gains, the length of the trip, the time we actually spent moving, and all that stuff. Yeah, and for me personally, it's it's really helpful when we're getting to, you know, toward the end of the hike for you to be able to show me what we're doing and how close we are to the parking lot. I I really like that. And it is nice that with this the, the hike that we did yesterday, once you get up to the top of the Canuga Trail, it's pretty much, you know, you've done the climbing. The climbing I feel like is all just I almost feel like it's three different sections of the hike that we did yesterday were the top and then the descent and then around the North Lake. Those are the three sections. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. The Canuga trail felt like two different trails kind of. Yeah. You know, cause the, the first mile of it starting at the Brissy Ridge and going to the Fire Tower in Sulphur Springs Junction. It's basically flat. There's some up and ups and downs. A little. And there's curves and stuff. It's a nice trail. Lots of views of the North Lake, but there's not a lot of elevation gain. And then the second half is all the way down. Yeah. And then you got to come all the way back up. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So. So yeah, that was. So it it was. It does feel like two different trails, like you were right. Saying. So my point is, is that I'm super. Glad that you have that on your phone to show me. Oh, look, we only have this much more to go. And, you know, I can see yeah. the line, wh- what we've done and how much is left to go. And it kind of just inspires me to um, keep going and not just um, sit on the ground and say, nope, I live here now. <laughs> right. It does kind of help you to power through. Oh, I only got 0.2 miles left of this climb. Yeah, yeah. It helps power through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it, guys. That That was our hike this week. Canoe to North Lake. We hope you enjoyed listening to us, and we hope that you found something useful out of it. Yeah. As always, if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, like, listen, and rate us on Apple Podcasts on iTunes Podcasts. That is where our listener data is generating, and that is how we can continue to grow this podcast. In the future, we're going to have guests. We're going to have meetups. You know, as this podcast grows, we want to grow with you. So please like, subscribe, and rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to. And as always, I'm going to give Donna the final word. Hey, thanks for listening and supporting us. We'd love to hear from you via reviews or email at casualclimberspodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week, and we will see you out on the trail. 